0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sequence. I'm your host, Trevor Plouffe, and today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Now, I want to do something a little different on today's episode. As we all were watching Game 5 of the World Series on Sunday, there were a few plays that really stuck out in my mind. Uh, Kind of some baseball nerdy stuff, but as soon as I saw them, I mentioned it, and I said, hey, I want to put this on Sequence. Now, the subject of today's episode is none other than Dodgers third baseman, Justin Turner. Now, his story is incredible, and you need to go check it out. Um, drafted in 2006 by the Cincinnati Reds, gets traded over to the Orioles in 2008, makes his debut. He's up and down, ends up uh, getting put on waivers, and the Mets claim him. Now, he plays sparingly with the Mets, again, kind of up and down, getting you know um, 90 games in, 100 games in with them. And finally, they put him on waivers, and he clears. Now, the Dodgers see a diamond in the rough, and they scoop him up. And ever since the Dodgers scooped him up, Justin Turner has been nothing short of magnificent. He's turned his career around, I think, this first year as a Dodger. He was age 29, and he's been going off ever since. He's uh, embodies everything that the Dodgers stand for, player development getting the best out of their guys. And Turner has definitely become one of the faces of the Dodgers. And as a Southern California kid himself, there's got to be no better feeling. Now, he's kind of worked all over the diamond before he got to the Dodgers. Then he's settled in now at third base. And he plays one hell of a third base. He's not your typical superstar third baseman defensively. He's not Matt Chapman, Arenado, or Manny Machado with the arm but he puts himself in great positions and he makes all these plays. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today. We're going to go over a couple of ground balls to his backhand side and show you exactly what he does to make up for not having that arm. You know, there's only a few guys that can make these throws look so easy. um, But Justin does it in a different way. And this is something that I used to, to teach and do myself. So when I saw it, I was like, man, that's awesome. Let's go talk about it. So without further ado, let's go straight to the ground balls and I'll try to explain them to you guys. Here we go. All right, here we are in the bottom of the second two outs, Willie Adamas up and here's the ground ball. we will watch it through Turner off his back foot, throws it to Muncie on one hop. Now they're going to show a cool replay of this and we'll kind of break it down right here. But like I said, this is something that Turner has practiced and Muncie knows is coming. Here he comes. He feels the ball. He's on his back foot right here. And there's a couple of options you can have uh, as a third baseman. He can try to transfer all of his weight, get on top of the ball, and try to fire that four-seamer straight to the first baseman. Problem with that is it's not always so accurate. It's hard to transfer all your weight and get on top and be accurate all at the same time. Sometimes it leads to you dropping your elbow, sailing the ball up the first baseline, and you don't give your first baseman the ability to stretch out for the ball. So what Turner does here is he's on his back foot. He transfers just enough weight and he basically has a bullseye out in front of first base that he's aiming for. It's in the grass. It's about 15 to 20 feet in front of the first baseman and he's trying to create a long hop for Muncie that allows Muncie to really see the ball, judge where it's going to be and then stretch. Uh, I've timed both ways. I've timed getting the ball, trying to throw it as hard as you can over there all the way and then getting rid of it quickly and bouncing it. And I got to tell you, this is faster, at least for my arm it was. Like I said, in the open, Machado, Chapman, Arenado, those guys are different. Uh, Turner, I think, realizes this as well, and you're going to see right here as he transfers just enough weight where the ball ends up. There's the honey spot, and Muncie's able to stretch for it easily. Now you're saying, Trev, this is one play. Did he plan this, or was it just kind of a bad throw that Muncie made a good pick on? Well, let's go to the sixth inning and see what he does here as well. Randy Arozarena up. Turner kind of off the line this time. Kershaw uh, dealing the pitch, ground ball, and there he is again. That bad man, Justin Turner, with the bounce pass. Let's go back and kind of see what we got here. I love going over this. This is baseball nerd stuff right here. There he is again. He's down on uh, one knee. His weight is all the way back. And again, you can try to get up and transfer all your weight and get on top of it, but you just don't need to. Any third baseman out there, any infielders, just know that you can do this. This is okay. It's actually preferable to the first baseman because it gives him a chance to read the throw. He gets up, fires and there's the honey hole again. Bounces it right there. Easy for Muncy. They're going to show a slow-mo here again. He's been incredible, incredible in the World Series. Randy's like, man, I hit that pretty hard, but Turner has been scooping up everything. Here he comes off of his back foot. He knows exactly what he wants to do with it. Muncy does too. He's set up easy right there for the pick and the out. Now, this is something, again, it's for me, it gets the juices flowing. I, I love watching this stuff because I know Turner practices this and this is something that him and Muncie know is coming. Right there in the honey hole, easy one hop for him. And they're both looking like, dude, we know that was coming, that was easy. Just keep doing that. Again, all you third baseman out there, young kids, short starts, whatever, just understand that you don't have to show the arm off all the time. Sometimes it's not in your in your benefit to do so. Have this in the bag. Be able to make different throws, different arm angles, all of that. The important thing when you're playing infield is to be accurate with the throws. You can throw as hard as you want. If you're not accurate with something, it's going to be an error. You're going to pull the first baseman off the bag. So as Turner shows in this clip, it's okay to use the bounce pass. And I expect to see all of you guys out on the field practicing it before the season starts up. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for sticking with us. We'll have another one on Thursday. We might have a World Series champion by then. Who knows? Peace out. The season is in full swing and the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, This is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State... Or Penn State. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY when you sign up to get this can't miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them, and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code JOMBOY during sign up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Bonus compromised with first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See draftkingscom sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler.